He had a good job. He lived in Greenbelt. I don't really even know where that is. I found out. But he, he like, didn't know about Baltimore. He doesn't get Baltimore. And really, that's not okay with me. But I decided to overlook that. Listen, I got to go because I'm actually also a magician. And I, I have a show. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Stoop Storytelling Series podcast. I'm Jessica Hankin. And I am Laura Wexler. And this week, you might be able to tell, we're back in the studio. We're back in the studio, baby. Studio voices As on. you hear our voices, yeah. they are... You can hear every breath. It's so nice. We're not in our house with dogs, dogs and, and cats and, and rabbits and slamming, people and, and old creaky flushing. floors and all of it. It's just... We are in a sound bath. It's great. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm staring right through Jessica into Maureen, our producer. It's just like old times, oh. as if the last two years never happened. It, then they didn't. Let's just move on. All right. So for our podcast today, a date to remember, stories from two lovely ladies who have dating adventures they can't forget, unfortunately. Before we get started, we want to thank Mend Acupuncture, which is named the best place to get poked in Baltimore. And you can find them in Remington and in um, Coy Lake and now in Canton. All right. So this first story. Yep. From Jennifer Grimes. This was told several years ago when we used to have our second stoops at the Wind Up Space RIP. It was a great bar located in uh, Station North area of Baltimore. And um, people would just come and get some liquid courage and share stories on a theme. And this is from Jennifer Grimes. Take a listen. So I got divorced in 2006, and I dated a few people, long relationships for a few years. And then I decided that I needed to... I, those people were completely opposite from my husband. They were creative people, fun people. <laughs> and... <laughs> Still, it didn't really work out. So I decided, okay, all right, I need to try something different. So I um, made a profile on OkCupid, like so many of my predecessors tonight have done, and um, entered that weird world. Well, I met a guy who was more like my husband. He was very... He had a good job. He lived in Greenbelt. I don't really even know where that is. I found out. But he, he like, didn't know about Baltimore. He doesn't get Baltimore. And really, that's not okay with me. But I decided to overlook that. And because he was good on paper, he had a great job. He had a Corvette. And I had never, never ridden in a Corvette. I know. Fancy. And he had a big screen TV. All these things were very important to him. And they were foreign to me. So I was up for the adventure. I thought, okay, I'll try this. This is good. His name was Flip, by the way. Yeah. I should have run at that point. So for our first date, we met at a a nice restaurant, and we had a good meal. It was really good food. (laughs) And he told me all about himself for hours. And I like a good story, so I listened for hours. And so we got his whole life story, and I found out. So he was 40 when I met him, and I found out that he was a virgin until he was 35. Yeah, for no good reason. He didn't even have an explanation, like not religious reasons or anything like that. And then he told me he had also taken the last two years off from sex. So 
I, I know this is a lot of information, but this was all first aid information, so it's a lot. So, all right, so I'm doing the math, 35, so like three years experience of sex, okay. All right, so game on. I was like ready, okay. Challenge, a project for me. I can do this. All right, this will be fun. So we did. We went out for a couple times. I wanted to ride in the Corvette. Come on. It was, that was fun. And then... Um, one day I was in, I found myself near Greenbelt, actually, during the day. So I said, okay, I'm going to stop by for lunch. He worked from home. All right, I'm going to stop by for lunch. We'll just have lunch. He answered the door with no pants on. <laughs> really? Like, yeah, he, st- he was wearing boxers. I'll give him that. So he's wearing boxers, and he says, come, I want to show you what I bought. Come on, come on in. So he... <laughs> He ordered everything from Amazon. He didn't leave his house, I think. But um, he ordered a gross of condoms. They sell them in like, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, a thousand condoms. So I was like, okay, all right, good. That's wonderful. And then he showed me the gift he bought for me. He bought sex furniture. A set for himself and a set for me. <laughs> it's like, have you guys seen this stuff? It's like <laughs> gymnastic wedges and things. Like, and I don't know. He, he, <laughs> he found a new hobby and he bought all the equipment. And that was it. I said goodbye. <laughs> that was all. The end. I love this story. I love how she sounds so wholesome yeah. as she goes through just the one, <laughs> the one troubling slash <laughs> red flag um, hilarious <laughs> detail after another. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, when I was listening to the story again to prepare for the podcast, I was remembering. I hope you can remember this too. Didn't someone share a story on our um, at a show one time where? They went home with someone like who they were who they were on an early date with, and the person had like a whole bunch of turtles all in their house, and it really smelled like there were just turtles wow. all over the front. You I don't, don't remember, remember this? That. We have to look it up. Oh gosh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, anyway, be on the next yeah, <laughs> upcoming episode, people. All right. Before we move on to our next story. We want to thank Baltimore Magazine. Yes, Baltimore Magazine has been a great sponsor of this dupe. In fact, we're going to be doing a show on May 11th at the Baltimore Museum of Industry with um, Baltimore Weddings, um, which is part of Baltimore Magazine. You can find them at baltimoremagazine.com or on the newsstand. Okay. okay. Next story is from <laughs> the one and only. Um, so this is – I just want to frame um, what – the last time I saw this individual – she was wearing, I mean, clothes that easily cost as much as like a year's college tuition at Bennington. And she was in a convertible Mercedes just and I think she had like, I don't know what music was blaring from it, but she just looked like a million bucks. Uh, yeah, a million, oh, a billion bucks, actually. <laughs> um, she definitely looked too classy for Baltimore. Um, this is a story from Sharice Nichols about a date that it's hard to imagine anything going wrong for her, but this date definitely did. Lord, do I have a story for you. <laughs> All these people with positive stories, I'm like, huh? 
I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I was terribly married and then happily divorced. And for about five years, I decided I wasn't going to date. But there was a girl that I met through work, and she said, um, I know someone for you. She literally talked like that. <laughs> and I said, go on. And she said, he's really nice. He is a surfer. And he's, like, totally into the arts. And I just think you guys would really get along. And I said, okay, set it up. So that night, I talked to this guy on the phone, and the first question you ask anyone you're you know, about to go on a date with is, what do you do for a living? And he said, oh, man, I'm working on this documentary. It's about uh, the Chesapeake Bay. I said, oh, cool. So then the next night, we talked to each other, and I said, um, you know, I guess we should see each other on Sunday. He said, yeah, listen, I got to go because I'm actually also a magician. And I, I have a show that I need to do tonight. And I was like, cool, cool. <laughs> so uh, I sent some texts to a few of my friends. And I, you know, I was like, I'm going to pin my location just in case this guy is like crazy, like batshit crazy. And um, I want to make sure that you guys know when I'm back on the road to come home. So he texts me that Sunday and says, hey, I'm real excited about our date. Like, why don't you come to my house? I'm cleaning it right now. And I was like, is this bitch crazy? I'm not going to your house. That is not going to happen. Um, but he proceeded to ignore that text. And then the next picture that I got in my phone was from him standing in the drive-thru of the McDonald's in Annapolis, pointing out that his house is in the driveway of the McDonald's in Annapolis. Not on the other side of the fence, on the inside of the fence. So you would think someone who's smart would say, I'm not going, but not me. I went. So I drive to Annapolis, I have the top down, I hadn't even turned the car off, and I look to my left, and there's this white guy who is like four foot eight, he weighs 100 pounds wet, and it's 100 degrees outside, and he's wearing a zoot suit. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to order a real quick salad. This should not take that long. So we go to the table, and he proceeds to do a backflip into his seat. And I just looked at him. I said, wow. He's like, yeah, yeah, I forgot to tell you. I'm also a ninja. <laughs> okay. All right, dude. <laughs> so... Uh, we're looking at the menu, and there's a kid that's like 30 feet away from us, and he's smoking a cigarette, and I'm looking down, like trying to figure out what I want to order, and I all of a sudden hear this guy go, if you don't stop fucking smoking next to us, I'm going to fucking kill you. So then I'm like, wow, I got to go. <laughs> I didn't, though. So we sit down and then we're looking and the food comes and if anyone who knows me in this audience will tell you, I had a cotillion. So the one thing you can do, well there's several things you could do, but the one thing you could do to really piss me off during a meal is to pull bean sprouts out of your teeth, which is exactly what he proceeded to do. So I was like, how do I get to the bathroom? How do I get, a, how do I get myself out of this? How do I rewind? And um, as soon as I'm about to stand up and go to the bathroom, two dudes roll up and sit down at the table. 
They are obviously high, and they proceed to order food. So I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> um, he's like, listen, I forgot to tell you, I'm also a band manager. And I got to go to um, Ram's Head because I've got some bands that I need to take care of today. But I'm going to let you sit here with my friends. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you, I'm also a country music singer. So I'm going to let you watch this video that I made. The song is called This Lovin' Ain't Easy. So I'm sitting at the table with two stone people who don't remember my name, who aren't speaking to me. They're talking about the app that they use to, to buy drugs from each other that deletes their conversations. And I'm like, this is probably the time for me to get up and go to the bathroom, which I do. And I send a couple of texts to my friends. I'm like, this dude is fucking crazy. <laughs> He's got a lot of jobs. Um, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> so I go back to the table, and I'm like, hey, uh, do you know where so-and-so went to? And they said, oh, I mean, you know what he does for a living, right? And I'm like, very unclear about that. Can you, like, he's a drug dealer. He just left you to go deal some weed. He'll be back. <laughs> I was like, I'm out. So I get in my car, I put the top down, and literally, just like he arrived, Dude in his zoot suit standing there. He's like, where are you going? What's going on? Where are you going? What's up? You leaving? You leaving? Yeah, I'm having a work emergency. I got to go. Thank you so much. Um, bye. <laughs> so needless to say, whenever I tell this story, I th I'm sure I'm missing one of the jobs that he did because he had a lot. Um, oh, yes, he was a licensed drone operator, if anybody needs one of those. So um, everyone always says, what happened to the person that introduced you to this guy? I'm like, oh, she never spoke to me ever again. <laughs> never, ever. But the best thing that came out of this whole experience is that I watched that video of his music, um, This Love and Ain't Easy, like 59 times, and sent it to all of my friends. So his views went from like 20 to 3,000 in a week. <laughs> which was the worst thing for his celebrity. But I'm going to leave you on the note of listening to this love song that this lovely gentleman wrote, hopefully not for me. And just remember, loving is not easy. So... You may be asking the question, listeners, that we did, which is, what in the world made your this coworker of Sharice's <laughs> think that she would be a good fit with this guy? Like to me, that's the million dollar question. Is I think I, I think they thought this guy was like well dressed and hip. I think they just had bad taste. And, well, and you've, you've set up a lot of people, and I uh, would you set Charisse up with this person? Well, no, I wouldn't know that person. But That's I'm just saying, like, if you did, insulting to me that you would think I no, would know if that you person. did, you wouldn't, right? <laughs> no, I, I just described someone who is who's worth a billion bucks. There are very few people I would set Charisse up with. I mean, my reputation's on the line. Yeah. 
to think about it's, it. It's, I mean, just the incongruity from start <laughs> to finish is what's so delicious. I and love it. just the cost of gas to go down to Annapolis. Oh, well, Jeez. it was cheaper a little bit yeah. a few months ago. Anyway, thank you all for joining us today while we are in studio, um, <laughs> which we will be from here on out. Until Because the there's next... never going to be another nope. problem. Nope. Next wave, baby. They've been looking at the bathroom samples or whatever in the water. They're Good like, time. Yeah. <laughs> we want to thank the Wine Source, which is a wonderful wine, beer, and snack supplier lo- located at 3601 Elm Avenue in Hamden. We want to thank the aforementioned Maureen Harvey for being our producer and keeping us up to date on other cool new podcasts. And we want to let you know we have a live show on Monday, April 11th, so next Monday. It's going to be at Baltimore Center Stage. Actually, if you come, you have a good chance of seeing Cherise Nichols because she works there. Um, The show is called Never Have I Ever, and it's stories about wacky, weird, wild things that people have done. So um, you can learn more at stoopstorytelling.com, and you can hear about all of our upcoming shows and all that jazz there. Anyway, we'll be back in two weeks with another episode of the Stoop Storytelling Series podcast. See you later. Stay safe.